ready? Hey travelers, welcome back to my podcast, Life's a Voyage. I am joined again by Adam Montoya. Hello everyone. Thanks for joining me, Adam. I really appreciate your taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with me. Absolutely. <laughs> so today we wanted to talk a little bit about careers versus entrepreneurship. Obviously, we have taken the path of entrepreneurship, which technically is our career, but I just wanted to come up with two terms that kind of, you know, put people into one category or another. Um, so as small business owners, um, we kind of took the path of being entrepreneurs versus uh, the other topic we're going to be talking about is people that kind of work for other people or go into a career path where they have employers. Um, and I did want to talk about this because I feel like it's a question we get asked a lot. Like people are like, how'd you start your own business or why did you start your own business? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so I wanted to, we'll just jump in, um, with talking about some of the key points that had, um, come up when we thought about starting our own businesses, uh, and we'll start with stability. And that is not something you have (laughs) when you start your own business, right? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I don't think that many people anticipate going into something like that with, with stability. Yeah. It's something that you kind of have to really work towards. It's more so like being comfortable with uncertainty, knowing that like tomorrow you could wake up and make zero dollars or you could make a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. It's like, yeah, that's kind of like the the excitement of it all. I'd say it's like the biggest sacrifice is stability. And for me, like that was something that I was super um, looking forward to post-college. I was like, all I want is a job. I want to be stable. I want to have stable income because I grew up without that. And I was like, that's the only thing I want. Like, I don't care what I'm doing right away. Like, I just want stable income. And then a year later, I was like, JK, this isn't for me. Um, The stability was great, but it didn't satisfy my career path or my journey so much you know having that stability wasn't as important as i thought it was once i was there right and it's so much more than just like financial stability it's also like stability in your daily routine or schedule having a schedule yeah it's like if somebody calls us for work it's whenever they need it done really you know like we spend a lot of time here after hours getting stuff done because tomorrow we we could wake up and not have that work so it's like you kind of got to do what what needs to get done well, there's actually like once you start working for yourself, there are no hours, right? Like we don't we don't have a set schedule or set hours that we work in a day or in a week or in a month. Like we kind of work all the time. Yeah. I mean, we're it's Sunday right now. And we're like filming this because, you know, this is the only time we have to get this done. So, yeah, but it's for fun. Like this is fun. This is us not working. <laughs> right. But we're in our office, which is we are working kind yeah. of our work environment. But it's also just a second home, a home away from home. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I feel like when it comes to stability in the workplace, one of the things that I felt I really loved about the stability in the workplace was like having the schedule and like I would wake up, I'd go to the gym in the morning, then I would go to work, I'd have my lunch every day, I'd get out of work and then do whatever I had to do after work. But as like an entrepreneur or you know, self-employed, I have no sense of schedule. Like that was not something that I carried over. Like every day is different for us. And I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. It's something I totally carried over from 
like working from my normal job to being self-employed because I know I need that. So I know I come to the office at a specific time and I work until a specific time. Obviously, I usually just work all hours, but I like getting to the office at a specific time because it it's kind of that stability that I was familiar with, I guess. Yeah. And I didn't carry that over. Like I... No, you took much more advantage of like, <laughs> if you wanted to take a day off, you could take a day off, you know? Yeah. Which is so funny because I wanted flexibility more than stability. Like, I feel like that's what I really got out of working in a job for a year is that I actually loved the fact that I was technically part-time or contracted and was able to take time off of work when I could versus having the schedule and like knowing I had the hours like I appreciated the flexibility in being able to not work rather than the stability of having work if that makes sense yeah I mean that just goes to show that you can still have a normal job and still have that sort of flexibility or yeah while maintaining that stability so it's kind of like the best of both worlds of that point but I don't think there's many jobs out there at least not and like starting range of jobs that would offer that. Yeah, I was very lucky that I had a contracted position. So I wasn't full-time and I was technically not part-time. Um, it was somewhere in the middle. But I was very lucky to have that flexibility that I love, but also the stability and in income. But I knew even with that like combo, it wasn't what I really wanted. Like I got to a point where I was like, I just don't want to work. I don't want to do work for other people. Like I wanted to just do work for us. Like I just wasn't loving the projects I was working on and all that stuff. So even with the stability of work, I was like, I don't care for the work I am doing at all. And that was like one of my biggest turnoffs of having a a job job. Yeah. I mean, even here, like if we have work that we don't necessarily like think it's something we would love to do, we can make it something we love to do because it's hard. We, our own process you know yeah and as we grow we can start to pass off the tasks that we don't love to do um we can pass those off to employees or contracted employees once we get bigger we're still doing a lot of everything right now but we're definitely in that stage where we're starting to work towards that which is really exciting yeah we're definitely headed down that road so transitioning from stability in career versus entrepreneurship I want to talk about the lifestyle and the difference in lifestyle and we kind of touched on it with schedules but I wanted to talk more about like how we time manage and how we find a balance between work life health social life you know the whole thing Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel a lot of my friends who have nine to fives or whatever you want to call it a career um they you know get out of work and they're like oh let's go hang out or something like that obviously pre-covid whatever but um for us it's like a friend could call me at 7 p.m on a weekday and i'm still working and that's not what is common for most people yeah i think the whole position that we're in like i've really grown to learn how valuable time is and So I think that kind of pushes me to at least work harder for now. And yeah, I feel like time is like the one thing you can't buy. Right. Like so having a lifestyle where your time is, you know, for us, our lifestyle is how can we use our time doing things that we love. Right. But some people, they prefer a career where they go and they work for someone for eight hours a day and then they live and do whatever they want. And we kind of 
work doing what we want exactly yeah we're always looking for a way that we can make something that we love doing into a form of a portion of our business or you know a more productive form of what we do and i think that one of the biggest um so the biggest pro to the lifestyle of being self-employed is that we get to do what we love all the time technically you know um but the biggest con is that we don't it's it's much harder to balance like our health and like we're really bad eaters because we don't have a schedule so we eat at all hours or we forget to eat because there's no one telling us to go to lunch we have to clock out to go to lunch right it's kind of like i have this task to do i'm gonna get it done regardless of you know kind of the hunger hunger back yeah. back of my head it's not something i'm usually thinking just about. just don't get hungry anymore just forget to get hungry right which is an awful habit it's horrible and we're working on the balance of just staying healthy by eating right yeah i think we talked about this in the last episode how we kind of have worked eating into our schedule like it's something that we put on our calendar now so we yeah we're more put, aware yeah we put eating on our calendar and we have developed a eating schedule so that is helping us but working out has been really really hard too because um covid the gyms are closed but um when you work for yourself and your schedule is different every day it's not like you like when i was working in a job i just went to the gym every morning like five days a week or four days a week or whatever i would just go to the gym in the morning and it was at my work so i just went to the gym and then went to work but now it's really hard to to work working out into your schedule and it's like when am i going to have time to do that because there's always work to do when you are self-employed yeah definitely just comes down to priorities and what you yourself can prioritize but you know there's always time to get work done but yeah like you said we're basically just trying to get as much done as possible in, in whatever time period yeah and that kind of lends itself to working really hard and hard work And I always say that we took the really hard route in starting our own businesses and, you know, endeavoring into this world of working for ourselves. It's it's the harder route than working for someone else. It's I know it's not super easy right now to find a job because, again, COVID, but like it's it's much easier to just have someone telling you what to do and going in and clocking in and being given the work. Like, that's such an easier, in my opinion, less stressful life than us constantly trying to find work. Like, we have to work harder to make money, right? Yeah, to some degree. But I, I would also say, like, working for yourself is just as much of an opportunity as it is a choice, you know? Oh, for sure. It's not something everybody gets to choose. So right. it's important to, like, take that into consideration that, you know, us working for ourselves is definitely something we had to work towards and like we did both work normal jobs for a long time yes we both worked for other people for a long time before we were able to be in the position where we felt comfortable to start our own business um something you have to work towards totally and it takes, takes everybody a different amount of time to achieve but it really depends on how much you can put yourself into it and it's really all your own time because i used to like have a hard time when I'd come home from work, just trying to work on anything else. Like your day job. Yeah, coming home from my day job, like trying to work on anything else was like the last thing on my mind. I basically would just go home and relax because I was so mentally and physically exhausted from dealing with people all day. But 
you know, slowly, bit by bit, if you work towards it in those times you do have a couple hours after getting off of work, then I think that's kind of like how I was able to make it work for me. So like slowly, yeah. very slowly became like from 10% of my time and slowly worked itself up to now. It's like 100% of my time basically. Yeah, I do think I do. I agree and I disagree with you. I do agree that it's something that you should work towards and feel comfortable with before doing. But I think that no matter what you want to do, if it's start your own business or something else, if you work hard enough at it, you'll succeed. So I feel like I know I know a lot of businesses where people weren't ready to become self-employed, but they knew that's what they wanted and they did it and they worked really hard like really hard, you know, going into debt and like we're lucky we didn't have to do that to start our own business because we took the time and, you know, took slowly did it slow, slowly worked our way into being self-employed. But some people just take out a bunch of loans and they just go for it and they work really hard and then they're successful. So I agree and disagree with that. It's like it depends on which route you want to go. But I feel like if you work hard enough for it, you can achieve it for anything, really. Yeah, I mean, either way, it's kind of a leap of faith. It's just really, like, how big of a leap it is for you. We were able to, like, make it more of a comfortable jump, Yeah. you know? And I think that's something that a lot of people don't know is possible because it seems like such a big task at first, but if you slowly, like I said, set set aside just a little bit of time each day, you can slowly work towards it. Yeah, a little bit of money. And Um, I I feel like we also eased into it um, in phases. Like, we worked you know, full-time, like we both worked full-time other places and then part-time other places. And then I now don't work anywhere else and you still work at row, but that's more of a choice than a need. Yeah, that's, that's right. But I think it's like important to look at not just that we had like part-time jobs, but we also like work towards working with other people in our industry that had what we wanted and were able to kind of like gradually hang on with them and figure out, see how they do things and sort of sort of work towards what we wanted to do because we kind of had, they had kind of the outline of what we were looking for, you know? Yeah, I think that's super important. Anything you do is to just work with other people or ask questions or like, that's why I'm so, I love talking to people about, you know, whatever I could give you value out if it's starting your own business or travel or whatever it be. Like, I love talking to people about it because that's how I got where I am is just talking with people and learning from other people and really putting yourself out there to become a expert in your field. Yeah. You definitely have to have like the curiosity about it, but also like last episode, we talked about having passion. I think that's like the biggest element, like passion kind of drives learning. The more you learn about something, the more interested you'll become and the more able you'll be able to do something with it. I agree. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the pros and cons of starting your own business or staying in a career. And we did already talk about like stability in your lifestyle, but I guess more like instead of saying what the pros and cons are, like how do you evaluate the pros and cons, right? Like that's something that a lot of people, you know, maybe do like a little Venn diagram or something, but like looking at the pros and cons of both sides and seeing where that fits into your life. Like evaluate your life and the, your life trajectory, like where you would love to see yourself um, regardless of which path you took um, and fit that in and like evaluate that, right? 
So, um, like, obviously, money doesn't mean everything, but that's a huge consideration. And one of the things that really pushed me to want to start my own business was that I knew that I would only limit my earning potentials by working for someone else. And here, it's like, my earning potential is based on how hard I work. So (laughs) it's like, if I want to work really hard and make a couple thousand dollars, like I can do it. And if I don't do any work, I make zero dollars. And I think that's something that you understand because when you were younger, you were getting these jobs and you were just like doing them for other people and they were just giving you the money for the jobs and then you would just spend the money. But now you're like working for those freelance jobs and yeah i had a few of moments that really like made it click for me i was lucky enough to like from a very young age to have a job that wasn't well it started out as just an hourly wage but also was commission on top of the hourly wage and that really like drove me to understand you know how much your value how much your time can be valued over or like you can earn more money the harder you work because if you work harder to make more sales you make more commission right and it, it was like even more than that because I had to learn more about the product and the more time I spent researching the product off away from my job, the more money I would make at my job. So, and then from there, like starting doing freelance work, I remember the first time I ever quoted a freelance job and I gave them an hourly rate. I just threw like as high as I thought I could get. And they were like, yeah, that sounds fine. And I like, couldn't believe it. I was like, is that actually what people make? Mm -hmm. it's, It's hard to like, it's hard to figure out that price because you don't really fully comprehend all the things that go into it. And one of the major factors is the fact that, yeah, you're getting paid a lot more per hour, but you're only working maybe 10 hours at that job, you know? Right. Pricing is so hard. Pricing is like one of the hardest things, I think, because usually I'll find a price and I'll be like, okay, this is the price. I feel comfortable with this. And then I do the work and then I feel like I didn't get paid enough because, you know, there's like taxes and expenses and everything else that comes out of that money. So it's like if you think you're charging enough, like add on like 25% for like all the shit you forget about. Yeah. Crazy. Pricing could be like a whole topic in itself. We should do a a whole podcast on pricing because that's something Rick and I talk about all the time because I remember when we first started a business together, he didn't fully understand like I was trying to describe to him all the things that go into pricing and it's not just like the cost of your equipment, you know, which is a huge investment to begin with. It's not just the cost of your time. You know, there's no real hourly rate for any, it's kind of like on a per job basis. That's why we quote jobs per, per job project. Yeah. And then also like all of the countless hours that go into researching how to do these things specifically to the best of your abilities and in the least amount of time and to be able to execute at that sort of level. Yeah, and not only that, but like the four years we invested in college. Yeah, I don't, I don't even consider that because it's like <laughs> we can't even factor such, that in. <laughs> right, it's such a massive amount of time, but also a huge expense. Like that's why we're gonna do a whole podcast on college yeah. because it's something that it's really needs to be taken more heavily into consideration, especially in the creative fields. Because I feel like a lot of people nowadays are just told, "Yeah, go to college," and it's yeah. not the right answer for everyone. I agree. Actually, now that we're talking about career versus entrepreneurship and college, we could just quickly touch on the fact that one of the benefits of being self-employed is that you determine your own requirements. So, you know, we both went to school for four years and now we work for ourselves. And like, not that the degree was pointless, I'm not saying that, but like, 
damn (laughs) yeah i don't even have to put in my resume anywhere like (laughs) yeah we spent a lot of time on resumes and that's like yeah (laughs) i mean it's still something to be proud of but it doesn't do as much like our real resume is our website or our portfolios and yeah that's kind of all people look at you know and we're not even pitching to people like now instead of like putting in a job application now we're like pitching to clients like hey trust us hire us we know what we're doing versus like when in school they were like this is how you apply and get a job which is Mm. important if you want a career but we thought that was what we wanted and then well no i think school is still a good option even if you are an entrepreneur like i studied business in school quite a bit oh for sure no i agree i really like the idea that some of the professors instilled on us that it's like your ideas are worth money it's not just your time it's your your ideas creative liberties like yeah your creative vision is worth an infinite amount because no one else has your creative vision and I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't understand it's like yeah you you might pay five thousand dollars for a piece of art and it's just like a woman that splashed a paintbrush on it but like if you're like someone's willing to pay for that art right maybe not me but right like it's her creative vision and if she wants to charge whatever she wants to charge that's up to her and that's what I love about being self-employed is that like no one I've had people tell me like like at, at Hill and Valley, people will come to us and be like, you're quoting way too much or like whatever, like get offended. Yeah. Like I this one time I got this email from this person and they were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're trying to charge me that much. Like I could have someone on Fiverr do it for a quarter of the price or whatever. And I'm like, then go on Fiverr and hire someone on Fiverr. Like, yeah. And we're happy to let those ones go. Yeah. Those, those people will figure it out for themselves. You know, that it's like you're paying for not only the execution, but the ideas behind the execution as well. So yeah. And a professional company. It wasn't even that big of a quote. I was shocked, but anyway, yeah. moving on. Um, <laughs> um, it's also like talking about, working really hard now for the reward later versus like working at your job every week and getting the reward every two weeks you know like when you work at a company i guess you get a retirement pension or whatever right Um, it comes out of your paycheck but it comes out of your paycheck and it's like when you're working at a job you work really hard and then every two weeks you get that reward but for us it's like yeah we get paid you know inconsistently but our reward is like the day that our business is making money and we're like sitting on a beach somewhere you know like that's in my in my mind that's my goal is like back home they're like running everything and i'm like on a beach somewhere and i'm like ah this is the reward like and maybe it takes 10 years to get there right but that's worth it to me yeah you got to think about the long run totally totally thinking about the long run definitely not my end goal i'm somebody who just and just wants to work forever right i mean i i get to make videos so like you were making fun of me because i've spent a lot of time like setting up the lights and yeah it took took us a long time to set up today but that's what i enjoy doing so i'm gonna do it yeah it's it's a blessing and a curse how much you love to work it's a curse for me not for him (laughs) yeah it's not really work for me so that's I mean, it's like kind of fun. It's yeah. definitely some some jobs I'm like, oh, this is kind of work and it's becoming less fun. But that's yeah. the glory of, like you said, owning your own business. It's tomorrow I'm not going to have to do that because it's done. Yeah. And tomorrow you could decide you do or don't want to work. That's my favorite part. It's like, But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I always choose work. <laughs> Adam always chooses work. And then like I'm still in bed at like 10 o'clock, like calling him like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean it's tuesday (laughs) and i'm like in bed 
Um, but speaking of like the long run, I think one of the biggest things to think about when deciding if you want to start your own business or just continue on your career path in um, a company with an employer is thinking about what your life want, what you want your life to be like, but but in regards to the other people in your life. So, for example, do you want kids? Do you want to get married? Do you want pets? Like, those are all things that you have to consider because your employment is going to either, you know, your people in your life are going to depend on your employment or not depend on your employment or, you know, their life is going to be affected by how you're employed. So for us, like, we're lucky because we work together and we chose to be self-employed together. But it also means we have to work harder because we're dependent on each other to work hard to support us, right? But some people... Like, I know people that just want to have kids and they want to find someone that's the breadwinner and that's what they want and they don't want to start their own business or they, you know, they want to just have a part-time job. And that's fine. I just think that's something that needs to be evaluated because being an entrepreneur is not easy and especially with having inconsistent income at times, it's definitely something you have to consider in regards to the other people in your life or the other people that you plan on having in your life. And one of the things I talk about all the time because we want to get a dog is the fact <laughs> that since we're self-employed, we could be with that dog all day. And that's like the dream for yeah, me. Yeah, there's plenty of space here for him to run around. Yeah. And it's I, f- I always feel so bad when I see someone with a dog or with a pet and then they work like 80 hours a week, you know? And If you work from home, then like a lot of people do nowadays yeah but i'm saying like i know people that are just like career people and they just like are always like running from one thing to the other but then they have a pet that they never get to see and i'm like that's so sad for that dog but maybe i'm just judgmental yeah definitely but i feel like you should really consider the effect of your employment on the people in your life but what is the reason why you really wanted to start your own business? Like, what made you think, oh, I don't want to work for other people? Like, what was the, do you have a thing that flipped a switch? Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. I, I definitely enjoy working for other people because, like, growing up, I worked for a small business and I really got in the mindset that, like, it was all about the team. It was about the business. And I was very fortunate to have enough to have a boss that, like, really rewarded everyone equally and made sure that everybody reaped the rewards from the business doing well. And that comes from, you know, working on a commission basis or getting stuff at a, a heavy discount so that I can have fun. But but it was a small business. It was a very small business. Yeah, probably like 20 employees. And Maybe, I don't yeah. I think that's the way I would like to go if I worked for anybody else. But I've never really worked for a large company, so I can't really speak to that. Yeah, so you basically maybe you saw that type because your boss is amazing yeah he's just a great guy and as long as i had that like connection with the employer i feel like i'd be all right because we're always on the same page now he hires us to make videos for him so yeah and but think about now you started your own company and that would be your goal right like that's the kind of company you want right yeah totally mimic it yeah and i think he's a great mentor and he's a great person and just someone to really look up to and I feel like because you worked at a small business you saw how you know he took care of the employees and he cared about the employees and he knew the employees and you wanted to like kind of mimic that and like 
yeah. instill those values in your own business. Yeah, he was definitely a huge role model as a business owner and just a human being in general. So yeah. I think that's something I've always been very grateful for to have my first job to be that like it really set up my entire life yeah so i know not everybody has the opportunity but like me. i'm just me like being <laughs> me on the reverse end yeah. <laughs> i one of my well actually my my very first job ever was um an internship and i was a graphic designer at hershey entertainment and resorts and it was a sick job but it was definitely like a job like i worked 40 hours a week whatever making minimum wage in pennsylvania which was like seven dollars and 25 cents it's oh still seven dollars and 25 cents isn't that disgusting but anyway <laughs> like i remember being in a junior in high school and getting this job and being like i'm making four hundred dollars or whatever it was every two weeks this is great and then when i grew up i realized that like like my mom was making the same amount that i was and like isn't that crazy yeah that's insane oh, it's so anyway that's a whole nother discussion. Um, but I started working in a career position. So I always really valued that. And I always wanted to get jobs that were in my career path that I thought I was taking, which was graphic design and photography. And then I realized that those opportunities are not always available. So I worked as a barista in multiple places. I loved being a barista. I love coffee. Um, but it's definitely, that was kind of where I started to see the shift in employers and like <laughs> that was when I really started to see that I didn't want to work for someone else forever because like I had I worked at one coffee shop that was amazing and I loved it and it was really small business feels and then I worked at another one and I absolutely hated it it was so strict the the customers were horrible it was wow. just it was the opposite and I quit that job very fast and then I started working at um a makeup store Am I allowed to, like, disclose that I used to work at Ulta? You said Hershey Entertainment and Resort, so... Oh, I guess so. Whatever. I used to work at Ulta. Left on good terms. Loved it. Loved my employers. But working for a big corporation felt really against what I wanted to do for my life. And it's definitely very cookie-cutter. Yeah. It was cookie-cutter, and it wasn't, it wasn't it, you know, for me. Yeah, it it is for some people. Sucked a lot of the life out of you. I could, I could tell when you were working there and you just did not enjoy it. Which, yeah. I mean, not every job is going to be enjoyable and not everybody's going to have the opportunity to choose to have an enjoyable job. But so. if you work hard enough, you can love your job. Like, Yeah, I definitely it. have had days where like I have to change my mindset to like enjoy, you know, not not now that I work for myself, but like yeah. when I worked for somebody else, it's like. Oh, yeah. And customer service is brutal. Retail, brutal. Yeah, I and I bad. respect the workers so much. Yeah. I mean, I used to be one, and I I know how crappy it can be. It can be amazing. It can be so much fun if you have a good team. I I miss the girls that I used to work with so much. But like, I think just after so much retail, I mean, multiple jobs I've had in retail. I worked at a photo store at RIT. I worked as barista. I was a bank teller at once. That was good money. Mm -hmm. If you want a career, but you don't really know what you want to do, become a bank teller. They make great money. It's an easy job. I'm horrible at math. You don't need to know math. It's great. Yeah, you got machines for that. They got machines. <laughs> yeah. But you can always tell when somebody's worked in retail, like if, from a, if a customer comes in, like you can tell if they've worked in retail just by like if something small goes wrong how they treat you like you can really tell if somebody's been in that position before i do really think that even though even if you're really young like let's say someone's listening and they're like 16 17 18 and they're like i want to start my own business 
I still suggest you get a job somewhere just so you know how like businesses run and like how customer like let's say you want to start a clothing line go work at a clothing store and see how people how customers are and how you how you should interact with customers and management and it, it helps you become a better person and it really helps your business thrive more I, I think back to my previous work experience all the time in what we do now. Yeah. I mean, the best way to learn is from other businesses if they're doing something right. Like, if they're doing well, they're doing something right, you know? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, I think that I want to end this episode with just, you know, it's it comes down to asking yourself the question, like, what are you the happiest doing? Are you happy just making videos all day and you don't care about how much money you make because, you know, you have a supportive spouse or something like that, like, and you just want to go to work and come home, then stay in a career. There's no reason to start a business, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're happiest, like having flexibility or doing something different every day, or you just are really passionate about coffee and you want to open a coffee shop, like just do it like find out what you need to do and then do it i think anyone could start a business yeah if you have passion and the passion comes first the money will follow you know yeah i feel like a lot of people go into business worrying too much about money money. i mean money is definitely an important thing to have a business like you have to have cash flow but really the passion is what drives business yeah and i feel like a lot of people are discouraged to start businesses because they don't have like mommy and daddy startup money which neither of us had we didn't have any mommy daddy startup money right unfortunately saved our our pennies yeah we really saved the money to do it and i i do think that some businesses you really don't need to make large investments to start technically with my photography business i invested in the camera and i invested in memory cards and software and i was probably like two thousand dollars altogether just to get started well, oh, my, your first camera. My okay. first camera. I was going to say your camera was my one. But um, yeah, I can I can agree with that because... And photography is expensive. <laughs> even something like video production that is a huge expense. Um, I was able to start very slowly, like trickled into it and slowly acquired things by doing smaller jobs, then larger jobs. And as I had the proper equipment or gained the proper equipment... People are shooting on their iPhones now. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's not what I'm getting at, but like, you know... <laughs> No, I know. I know what you're saying is like you can build up. You don't need everything to start. Right. And you can rent for a while. You can rent. But I'm just saying is like a lot of people are discouraged because they think they need the biggest and the best thing. And it's like just start and like just do it if it's something you're happy about. Right. Just do it and make something that you have to show for. for Yeah. And work your way up and work hard and be happy. Don't do something if you're not happy doing it. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. You have to be happy happy. and passionate about it. But I think I'm going to leave that at that. Thank you for listening. Um, We will catch you on the next episode. If you can leave a review on Apple for my podcast, you can now listen on Spotify, Apple, and Google. And you can watch on YouTube. I'll be putting in like little photos in between the clips so that you might get a little glimpse of something that you can't listen to (laughs) okay well that's all for this week thanks guys for watching